This is The Guala Story, an exploration of the rise, fall, and reinvention of a startup, hosted by its creator, Josh Williams, and by me, I'm Dan Benjamin. This is episode number three. Hey, Josh, how you doing today? Good. Happy Monday, Dan. How's Happy it going? Monday. Best day of the week, I guess, maybe. It, it is. It is. It's certainly <laughs> I mean, the first day of the week. Right. At least for me, it is. <laughs> That's, I don't think anyone can argue with that part. But you kind of left us at a cliffhanger last week, didn't you? On purpose, I'm sure. It's uh, uh, hard. Yeah, we, to- we had filled... We filled a lot of time, yeah. and it felt like a good place to uh, a good place to disembark. Exactly. Well, let's re-embark and continue because I think there's still like you've got a bunch more to tell, right? Oh, there's there's a good a good bit here. I mean, we we left off. I, I think you know discussing uh, you know Koala's place in the market. You know, at least as a social, a, 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 a local mobile social, um, that was the, that was the thing, um, or social local mobile. I can't even remember. There's a, there's a Silicon Valley episode on this. Um, you know, we were, we were playing a, a solid, you know, second fiddle to Foursquare in a place where we needed to, to raise money and, um, which is not, Inherently where you want to be when investors assume that you're in a, you know, winner take all market, especially when you're not the, you know, when you're not the winner. And, and then out of, um, out of nowhere, you know, this, this Instagram app launched and quickly grew to eclipse our own numbers and, and the numbers of, of Foursquare. And, and, you know, quite fast there was a, um, uh, I think a realization that from a social, you know, habit building, uh, product that, that Instagram was going to be very sticky and, and had stickiness beyond what check-ins alone were, were going to provide. And we saw, you know, we saw their numbers go through the roof and Foursquare made a, a, a quick, um, you know, I think, you know, advantageous position given, given their, uh, place in the world at the time to, you know, go to Instagram and say, Hey, you've got all these people taking uh, photos. You need a place database where people can tag, you know, the places that these photos are being taken. Let us provide that for you. And, and uh, Foursquare stepped, you know, cleanly into that position of providing, you know, pretty key infrastructure that Instagram was able to, you know, benefit from. Uh, And again, Dennis is, isn't on this episode to you know, explain the full rationale behind that. And I think he probably has, you know, his own story about uh, how ultimately that, that turned out. But I think it definitely, that was the beginning of, um, Foursquare's ultimately ultimate shift to being, you know, a, a data company, uh, more so than a, um, you know, a consumer first, uh, product where in- Instagram quickly gobbled up that uh, that market, and you know for us it, it left us in a in a tough spot. Yeah, you know, and the local at large was still was still popular, but a lot of the narrative was being driven by local deals. Groupon was on a was on an upswing. Living Social was on an upswing. Um, and for us, there's a, there's a lot of questions of, oh, well, you know, can you, how are you going to, is what you're doing going to benefit these, these local businesses? And, you know, we, we were building a social, you know, app product and, and didn't have 
the infrastructure to to go that direction. So really quickly, you know, we were left in a in a place where we had to figure out like what we wanted to be and um, and how we were going to navigate these you know navigate these waters. And we we realized that our app as it was wasn't. Um, wasn't going to get where we needed it to be. And so we kind of made a, a decision to streamline the product, to tear out a bunch of the, the more gamey things to kind of go hardcore into, well, let's be kind of a, you know, travel, uh, travel log aggregator. You know, at the end of the day, honestly, talking about it now, Dan, I'm like, I don't know, I don't know what the heck we were thinking, <laughs> but it was like, let's do something drastic to the product, to, right? Um, you know, to see if we can, you know, change things up a bit. And um, man, we like we burn the midnight oil on this thing. I think you know, the, as a team, you realize. Um, we've got to do this in order, you know, we got to have some, some shot on goal here to, to quote unquote, save the company to make the turn because the current, you know, the current status quo is not going to get there. But I mean, and, that had to feel as far as the way it felt. I mean, that had to feel pretty terrible, right? Like that you were in that position and in that situation, not something that I would think any founder would want to be in. It was definitely, you know, existential crisis. Yeah. Um, and we knew, you know, let's just say this was, um, you could kind of see the handwriting on the wall, mm. midsummer, July, 2011, we've got, you know, six months of, of money left in the bank. So, you know, you're kind mm. of out at the end of the year. Um, the, as a founder now, I look back and I'm like, well, you know, if you really wanted to make the most of that situation, you, you cut headcount, like you, 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 dra- you know, you take a really drastic, um, drastic approach of, you know, let's have the team, let's focus and, 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 you know, do that alongside trying to make this product change. And, and we did, you know, we really, we had built um, very much a, you know, a close knit family almost. And I think it's, that gets thrown around a lot. Oh, our team's like a family. And, and I don't, I don't want to use that lightly, but we were all, you know, our, our families did stuff, you know, together. We were there for, you know, births of children or adoptions of children. And, and so you're, you're, the idea that you you tear that apart or let you know a bunch of people go right. was just brutal, and so we, oh. we we never made that decision uh, for again for better or for worse. And uh, there was a thought of like, well, we can, you know, let's try to white knuckle this, you know, white knuckle this through, and right, right. you know, we'll we'll make this thing, and the and it'll be great technology. And worst case scenario, somebody will still buy it. You know, we'll figure we'll figure it out. We'll do it live. Um, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> And, you know, we, we busted ourselves through the summer and arrived early fall, September-ish, you know, and we, we launched, you know, this new version of Gowalla, this thing that was going to, uh, you know, make or break what was left of the company. And as a, from a fit and finish standpoint, the, the product that we, we built was, um, it was high quality. It was well-made. Uh, but it lost certainly a certain amount of like soul and character that, you know, the previous iterations had and, and a lot of the gaminess. Um, 
And, you know, just cutting to the chase, we, we got good press. Uh, media seemed to like it. And at the end of the day, um, people who used the product hated it. And mm. like our uses fell to the floor. And, and that was that was that. It was just, Ugh. it was crappy. Um, and so now it's like, God, that's that's just demoralizing as a team. You know, you've you've not only have you um you know sweated through the summer trying to play catch up to a number two, you have an unexpected, you know, competitor enter the market and just mop up shop, and then you're left, you know, with a then you kind of like gutted your own product, you know, the the stuff that it turns out it's like, oh well, we you know, we got this thing. And it could be either A or B, but can't be both. And you you chose A when actually B was the right answer. And, you know, um, and so now we're left with kind of a shell of the product that we had before and our, our user base was shrinking and, and it just, you know, it was it was brutal. So now you realize, oh, we're not we're not raising money on this. You know, we got to hope that, you know, we find, you know, some. Uh, a larger safe harbor uh, of an acquirer who, who obviously like the good news is like we can build product. No, there's no doubt about that. Like it's a talented group of engineers and designers and there's value. And that was highly valued at the time. And that was um, that's kind of what we had to, to bank on at this point. And we were able to, uh, again, I've said that um, we were in a, a little bit of a unique situation with our lead investor, you know, Greylock, uh, but we were able, um, this is where it gets, it got, gets kind of fun. If you're into the, the nuances of how acquisitions go down, this is, this is the segment for you. Yeah. I was going to say, this um, is like very few people talk about this. We don't get to hear about this a lot. So a, a lot of people, um, uh, a lot of companies, you know, when you get to the stage, you'll go out and you'll hire an investment banker, you know, which is basically somebody who will, you know, kind of help shop a deal, uh, serve as a little bit of a independent third party negotiator. And we weren't big enough to like hire a true investment bank, but you'll find, you know, individuals who, um, who know everybody, you know, there's, there's startup whispers and they, they have networks that, uh, you know, can help you, you know, navigate unusual circumstances. And we become, um, uh, friends with, uh, one of these, um, one of these startup whisper types. I'm not, I'm not going to say his name here, but, um, he was incredible and he was, um, Kind of a again former founder CEO exec himself who had um, you know sold a couple companies knew everybody and and he took us you know kind of on as like a hey let's I'll I'll, I'll give you some advice and guidance through this process right and we we had some connections of our own and then then you know, he was also instrumental in introducing us to a, a number of interested parties. And if you recall, this is a time when like Yahoo was buying everybody. Oh, and, sure. And um, so of course we, you know, we, we talked with the, the corp dev team at, at Yahoo and we talked with everyone in the deal space, you know, all the, we, you know, with, with Groupon and with living social and, 
Um, and you know, we were friends with the, with the team at Facebook and we had, you know, we had shared some common investors and, um, and we, of course we, we talked with them, uh, as well. And, and Facebook has, um, just an amazing, you know, or at least at the time, I, I can't speak for it now. Uh, but at the time had like a, a remarkable, um, corporate, Corp development team. And these are the, the folks that go out and that do the deals and make acquisitions and whatnot. And, and I mean, like good in the, um, they're sharp people, but they're also, they're, they're sharks and they, they get stuff done, you know, uh, they're pros. And if you're on the, if you're on the, um, the, the acquiring end, you know, that's good for you. If you're on the being acquired side, you know, and you <laughs> don't know what you're going into, it's, um, you're, that's was why, again, you have an investment banker who can help you navigate these waters. Right. And so, you know, we talked with all these parties and, and of course, everyone's like, well, what do you got? We want to see, you know, we want to see your technology. We want to see your team. And so now it's like, okay, I'm going to have to, instead of my team building and working and whatever, we're, we were down to three, four months of cash. And now all of our key people are going to get on, uh, get on a plane and we're going to fly to, um, fly to Silicon Valley. We're going to do a dog and pony show. Yeah. Um, and we'll, we'll go meet a number of companies that will fly to DC. We'll go talk to, um, you know, at the time living social was out there and, and they were, you know, doing some interesting work kind of at the intersection of, uh, they'd been a game company that had, had, you know, pivoted into the deal space. And so there's some common, um, uh, background there. And then, you know, we'll talk to Yahoo, we'll talk to Facebook and, and you kind of go and we weren't prepared, prepared, you know, totally for this. And you realize, you know, really quickly that, um, because no one's really interested in keeping what was left of Gowala alive, they're just purely interested in the team. A lot of these, Hey, let's just go out and, you know, meet and talk shop, turn into like just straight up interview processes, you know, right out the gate. And it's like, oh, hey, you showed up with, you know, seven people from your team. Um, and we've got seven separate meetings for y'all all set up and, and um, you kind of get, you know, divided and, and, um, and conquered and, and conquered. <laughs> and, it, and it's, it's just, it's a demoralizing process where all of a sudden you kind of think, hey, we're going to, um, uh, you know, we've got this tight knit, you know, group of people. We're like family. Um, and now all of a sudden we're all kind of fighting for our lives and, and you're, you know, again, you're doing all this too, because somehow you, you've invested in, um, you all have equity in this company, you have investors, you're trying to get people a return. You want to keep the team together. You're and you're balancing all these outcomes that you're trying to hold. And, and initially you think, oh yeah, we can do all this. We're, you know, we want to keep the team together. We want to pay out our investors. We want to work on something meaningful. Um, and, and instantly you can start to see like, well, that's, this isn't, you know, this is a reality. And, you know, well, such and such an acquirer, they'll, they'll keep the team together, but they're not going to pay anything out to the investors. And then this other acquirer, they'll, um, maybe they'll pay out the investors a little bit, but actually they're going to farm you out to the four corners of the universe once you arrive there. And you're not even going to be working on stuff that you care about anymore. Mm. They just, they just needed designers, you know, right. and, uh, and, you know, meanwhile, you've got people back, you know, at the headquarters, you know, in Austin, that are just kind of holding the fort down and like wondering what the heck do we even do, 
you know, while, while this whole process is going on, because, um, we, you know, our numbers are dwindling and, right. uh, God, I mean, talk about this, this was, you know, probably one of the most depressing, you know, two to three month periods, um, of my life. No doubt. That's you know? horrible. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty, you know, not to be grim about it, but, but yeah, it was, it was just one of those of like, you, you, you couldn't quite figure out how, um, how it was going to land. And how, much how maybe like, even how you got there in a way. You right, know what I mean? Yeah, like I no, have to imagine well, it be, was a lot it's of. so fast too, because again, if you, you know, you recall like a year and a half prior, you're like, you know, you're throwing, Epic parties at South by Southwest and everyone's talking about how this whole space is going to be the the second coming of Twitter. Right. And now you're sitting there going, how do we get, you know, 30 cents on the dollar Ugh. for this thing that we've, we've built that was, that was beloved and, and, you know, through some market forces and also through some fault of our own, you know, here, here we are. And yeah, it's a, it's a really tough thing to, you know, kind of, to swallow at that point. And, Absolutely. you know, and I, t- I talked about, um, you know, fundraising, there's this idea of like, Hey, if you got one term sheet, it's, it's worth, you know, one X and, you know, two term sheets might be worth five X. And it's the same, it's the same thing with like acquisitions as well. You know, you get one and, and, um, uh, you know, well, Hey, there's your out. But if you have multiples, then you, you can kind of layer them on. And, um, you know, we, now, at this point, the, the investors, were they involved in this process? Were they recommending that you talk to certain people? I mean, obviously, they cared because their money was involved and at stake, right? No, that's right. There's, um, They definitely care. And um, like I said, I think Greylock was, was super helpful. They had the largest you know, amount of exposure. This gets – it gets tricky because – you know, in their case, they, I think, truly wanted us to do the best thing for us as a team. And they were clear in their willingness to support us, no matter what that happened to be. And again, part of this is due to the fact that their gains on the fund that we were invested out of were already so great through other investments that uh. they could afford to take the write off and say, hey, we want to do right by y'all. You end up where you want to end up and um, and we'll support you in that. Oh, that's a now, pretty on the flip amazing. Side, yeah, so that's great. On the flip side, you've got like smaller investors or angels or whatever where they're, you know, um, let's say – Twenty five, fifty thousand, hundred thousand dollar investment was actually material to them, you know, and and so while Greylock, your largest investor, uh, is is happy to support you wherever you're going to go, um, you have this mental overhang of oh well, crap, you know, I'm about to be a real dud for um, whoever this angel was who believed in us, and you know that's a that's a tough that was a tough thing to chew on as well. I have a I have a, a, a I think a better frame of reference for that, you know, now 10 years later than I did at the time. But at the time it was a lot of, it was a lot of pressure. Um, and, and again, trying to figure out how do we, how do we navigate this and still kind of believing the best that, okay, we'll, we'll sell for n- enough money that it kind of clears everybody and makes their money back or gives them a multiple or whatever. And right. so, right. um, oh dear, I just, I lost my audio again. So I'm going to plug you back in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Edit this. Hold on. Um, it's weird. Let's see if it 
decides to go back. All right, you can just seamlessly edit that. No problem. Um, so let's see. Um, where do, where do I want to pick up here? The so it, it's hard when you're dealing with um, you know a number of investors, and not all of them have the same sort of financial financial alignment. Right. And, you know, we thought, okay, Groupon is hot. They're going places. Living Social is hot. They're going places. Um, Yahoo's maybe not our first choice, but they're known to overpay. Uh, so maybe we'll get a flyer there and they'll just, you know, we'll go do our due. And, um, and Facebook is probably where we, where we'd like to end up, you know, in terms of, you know, we know people there, it'd be working on social products, not like lead gen for, you know, local business sales, <laughs> right, which um, right. sounded more interesting to all of us. And so then when the time comes, um, you know, this is probably late October, early November, it's like, okay, we, we need to bring this process to a close. It turns out, like, unbeknownst to us, the, the local deals industry had already started to... Um, like peak and go on the, on the down. And so there's, there's awareness inside these companies of their own situation. You, you remember how fast those things like rose and then flamed out. And so, um, turned out like they were probably less in a position to acquire than we expected them to be. And, you know, uh, straight up, you know, got a pass from, uh, from some folks. Uh, and then, you know, we, we did have an opportunity where, you know, uh, perhaps we could have landed, um, landed at Groupon, but the, but the terms were such that our investors weren't going to get paid out a whole lot. Um, and so, so that, you know, that sucks. And it was like, well, like we could go there. Uh, and then Yahoo was like, oh, we don't know where you fit. You know, we don't know, you don't know what y'all are going to do. Uh, and so it's like, well, you know, there's, there's still Facebook maybe. Uh, and then you get the phone call and they're like, actually, um, we're not interested. Why? Is, Why? What was know, the just, thinking? I don't, I don't know. I don't even, I, I don't even know. Um, like to this, this day, point, you don't know. At, at that juncture. Yeah. What, what was the, um, you know, what, what was kind of the no at that moment? Um, Maybe I have some hunches, but it's probably not worth getting into here. And, oh, okay. you know, I don't, I, I don't want to like, I don't want to float. Uh, I don't want to throw rumors out there. No, that, no, that are absolutely un- unsubstantiated. Um, but that was like a real blow, and it was like, well, crap. You know, like we, well, you know, you're you're gonna have a, a giant, you know, come to Jesus with everybody on our is is group on our future. We're we gonna be a you know a, a, a part of a, a deal. Uh, a deal company or, or whatnot. And is that a path that we want to, you know, we want to go down. Um, and meanwhile, like I, I kid you not, we uh, at the office at the time, you know, things had gotten so bad that um, uh, we were just coming into the office and playing gears of war. You oh, know, man. this is, <laughs> you, you know, there's like days that was just like, you're waiting for, you know, a phone call from a corp dev team and your numbers are sliding, you know, and it's not like you're going to make improvements on the product you know, at this point. Cause you, you killed that last month. Ugh. So geez, what are we, what are we going to do? Okay. Well, let's just, let's go fire up the Xbox and, you know, shoot at each other for a while. Uh, 
Um, and those are, those are the, the dark moments. And, you know, finally it was like, well, I guess, um, I guess we're going to have to make a decision on, on this thing. And I remember, um, kind of that realization of, is this how it ends? You know, that, that koala just kind of goes away and, you know, now we all go work for a local deals company. Uh, Maybe we're going to have to move from Austin to, to Silicon Valley or whatever. Um, not even the cool part either. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and I remember like I went to Zilker park one night. I just like, I needed to clear my head and, um, there's kind of like big Rocky out, you know, that outcrop of rocks that's right in the middle of the park. Yeah. And I remember I, I just went out there and I, and I sat and I called a couple of our investors trying to get, you know, um, trying to get some advice to figure out if there any like 11th hour sort of angles that we could find. Cause it just, it, you know, we had, we had one possible out and it wasn't our favorite. And that was, that was like the low. I remember just sitting there and thinking, you know, this is horrible. And what, you know, what's going to happen with the team This is the best, you know, best we've got to offer them. Um, and I can't remember if it was that night or, or the next day. I, I think it was the next morning. Um, I, uh, I was, I went to, you know, at the time Flipnotics, which was a little coffee shop on, uh, on Barton Springs, you know, there. And it's down below my house and I was sitting on the patio and, uh, and the phone rang and, um, and I picked it up and it was, it was, you know, Hey Josh, this is Mark. And I was like, Oh, excuse me. Yeah. It's Mark Zuckerberg. And, oh, um, like, had you guys met before? Had you talked before? We, was we, we, a- we met a couple times before, um, you know, through, through circumstance and again, common networks, but we, you know, we weren't, you know, we didn't frequently text or anything like that. And, right. and, and without, you know, going into the, the deep details of it, the, the net end of the conversation was let's figure this out. Um, we want to make it, we want to make it work. And I mean, like, golly, it was like getting a, you know, a, a life raft thrown over, you know, the yeah, edge absolutely. Uh, of, of that. And, um, you know, there is a, a big sigh of relief on my part of, oh, of yeah. okay, there's, yeah, this is, you know, there's a chance here to actually, you know, go and, and work things out and figure out, you know, how, how the company lands. And so at that stage, we, we re-engaged with, you know, again, the corporate develop, the corp dev team at, at, at Facebook and, and Mark, I think, you know, I think he probably told them, Hey, get this done. You don't spend too much of the company's money, but get this done. Right. And, and that was the, that was the charge that they were given. And, um, again, I'm probably on the, on the edge of, of stuff here that I, I, you know, I likely signed non-disclosures about. So I won't, I won't go into the details of it, but, you know, at the end of the day, um, what the offer, you know, what came back was, was better than the other stuff that was out there. It was not great. Um, at least not great from our perspective. Uh, but it was, it was enough to, that, um, okay. Like we could breathe a sigh of relief and figure out how to get this done. Um, and so, you know, the, the deal, this is where it gets interesting. Cause now it's like, okay, well, obviously Facebook had their own check-in product. They have Facebook They're They don't need Gowalla. So it is, it's about the team and about the, the mobile talent that exists and about the design talent and, and kind of the thinking and, um, 
And so they, they quickly sent folks out, you know, down to Austin to come, you know, hang out with us and kind of assess, you know, assess the team and, uh, and see, you know, see how it's all, all going to land and how do we assimilate. And, and of course, if you remember this time too, this was right in the transition from, uh, everyone going to mobile and Facebook was still running, a, a an HTML4, you know, based mobile app in a wrapper on, on iOS mm-hmm. and they didn't have a native, a native app. And so I think there were, they were genuinely excited about finding designers and engineers who had experience on that front to, to bring onto the team. Um, and, and, and we kind of, we kind of fit the bill there. The, the flip side, this it gets interesting because um you know you have a large company or or growing company facebook was thousands of employees at that point and you know ours was um 25 you know we had gotten up as high as 30 and 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 people had started to leave because they could see the handwriting on the wall so we had shrunk a little bit and that was something i was going to ask you is like what was i mean obviously you were feeling bad and the key people knew about everything, but like, what were the like, quote unquote, regular employees feeling? I don't think they were feeling great. We were, we were pretty transparent, you know, uh, about the process, you know, and where, where we thought things were, I'm an eternal optimist. And so, um, I probably was painting things with the, the, the best likely, uh, you know, scenario of like, Oh, this is what I hope could happen. And we'll, you know, uh, we'll get acquired and the team will stay together and move on. And, and it turns out that the world doesn't always work that way. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, uh, Facebook, you know, came down and, and they, you know, brought a handful of their own engineers and we, we had some, you know, a, a lot of time with them to kind of talk through on both an individual and company level on how the thing, you know, how the thing would get, would get done. I mean, what was that? Um, I want to, I'm kind of curious, like, what was that like? Was it friendly? Was it adversarial? Was it collaborative? It was pretty, it, it was friendly and collaborative. Again, I think we had a, we had a good relationship with them. And at that point, Facebook had even opened an office in, in Austin. Yeah. And so we knew them. Of course, there's part of us that we would, you know, we were optimistic that, oh, maybe they'll let us just stay here. We won't have to move. You know, we right. can work out of the, the Austin office. And at that time, um, there, the company was very adamant about, Hey, we want all of product to be built, you know, out of Menlo park. And so, you know, anyone working in product is going to have to, to relocate. And that was, you know, kind of upfront, you know, a, a part of this that was, it was very clear. And, and I think that was rough. Um, but again, we, we, as a team, we, we'd been through a lot and we kind of felt like, um, hey, if we can all move together, you know, uh, out to the Bay Area, we can still, yeah, we can keep the fun going. We can keep the adventure alive. And, <laughs> um, and so, you know, that was the, the optimistic part that, um, you know, that we were, we were excited about. Um, and then, you know, we kind of go through that process. Um, and they, they, like I said, they sent maybe, uh, you know, three or four engineers and designers and product people down. Uh, and again, I think it, it was generally friendly and, and went well. And, and, um, people that ultimately I developed, you know, great relationships with, uh, you know, as I work there. And again, you kind of see how the sausage is made on both sides. Yeah. But at the end of the day, after they return, they kind of give their assessment of, you know, here's what we see. And of course, they're having to make these snap judgments from 36 hours with your team. And, um, 
you know, and the, and the corp dev department calls back and like, yeah, this is great. We're ready to go. And actually here are the, you know, such and so number of people that here are the people who want to move over. And you're like, wait, not, not everybody's going to come. Oh, no, no. Actually, you know, it doesn't make sense for us to, you know, bring everybody on board. Just, you know, just this, this certain number. Um, and that certain number is like half the team. Oh, you know, not, not the whole team. It's not and great. at this point, no, it's not great. Um, and it's just, and it's brutal. And of course, you know, again, from a, um, the mechanics of the acquisition standpoint, like at this, at this stage, you know, this is, this store stuff gets structured as with what everyone knows is an aqua hire. And, and how this works is that, uh, instead of, I mean, there's obviously a lot of ways you can, you can structure these deals, but, but the mechanics of the aqua hire generally are, Hey, we're not going to acquire the app or the company, uh, but we want the talent here. And so instead of us doing all the diligence around the company and, and potential, you know, legal ramifications of acquiring the whole thing, we're just going to pay the company for the right to hire its employees. Um, that's and weird. so it's a it's a lot less. I mean, of is that a, there's typical? A lot less, is that common? Is that something? That's this is exactly is very typical of how these deals got done. Um, and not just not just Facebook, but, but mo, I'd say you know greater than half, probably 80 percent of aqua hires get structured somewhat in this way, okay. where the the acquiring company and, and the and the large part of it is like the legal overhead. You know, it can you can get a deal done and. One month instead of three and mm. for, you know, $50,000 instead of, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars going to attorneys to figure the whole thing out. So, you know, and obviously, and, and, and each side is like paying for its own legal and we were running out of money. And so there's a little bit of, yeah, yeah, let's go, let's go that, that route. Um, because every dollar that we're not spending is a dollar that, you know, we can return to our investors. And so, the uh basically the the acquiring company says hey this is what we're going to pay um and we will you know we'll pay x and x to the company uh for the right to hire you know such and such employees and you sign off of it and that, and that's the deal is done and then it's kind of up to you you know to wind down what's left you know the kind of like the ghost shell of of the company that was that was left right. you just kind of you know wrap it up and and um the investors get get paid out you know, from the proceeds that, that were transferred. And, and, and that was that. Um, and, and also in this case, because, you know, generally investors are not being quote unquote made whole, uh, meaning that, you know, they're not getting paid out 101% on their, on their investment. Um, you know, that means like none of the cap table actually goes to, the employees, you know, right. who are all, including the founders, you know, it's, you're all common, um, you're all common stockholders. Investors get paid out, you know, first they have preferred stock. And so, you know, the proceeds of the sale go to, go to the investors and, and Facebook says, Hey, we'll, you know, we're going to hire all of you, you know, as all of you as employees. And, uh, maybe they give you, you know, um, some bonus that's that's kind of like as if you were hired the year before as opposed to like a current employee so there's there's some like you know additional upside to the situation but it's not you know again it's it's a nice hiring agreement but nobody's um 
nobody's getting wealthy and retiring off of these deals or mm. anything. And especially when you take into account, oh, I'm, I'm moving from Austin to San Francisco and my cost of living just went up, you know, 50% or more, you know, uh, it's, it's a wash. Um, but from the outside, you know, or, or even internally, um, it's brutal because now you have, you know, some people that, that Facebook wants to, you know, wants to hire, um, and the acquiring company wants to hire and, and others that, um, are, are going to be passed on. Um, and it's just, it's just really sideways and you can see how that, that looks, it just looks all sorts of bad. Um, and it was, you know, very evident, you know, to me at that time, because now, um, uh, you have people that feel like, oh, y'all are all, you know, here's a a bunch of people. We've all been building on this thing for, you know, three years now. And now, you know, half the team gets, you know, some glorious future and the, and the other half doesn't. And it, it just freaking sucks. Um, and, and meanwhile, like you're sitting there going like, I'm not even paying my investors out. You know, there's no win here. Um, and I think this is like, again, not atypical for a lot of startups. Um, I think for us, it was maybe unique in its flame out because of, you know, how popular we had gotten at some point. But at the end, I don't think it was, um, you know, ours is not an uncommon story in right. this regard. Right. Unfortunately. Right. 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 And so, um, at the end of the day, there were, there are some really close friends of mine that, um, you know, didn't end up making that move and it just, it broke me. And I remember, um, I remember having it out with people like you, you're making a huge mistake here and you need to, you've got to hire these individuals. And, and even like second looks were made, you know, quote unquote. And, and then at the end of the day, you know, this was a time where, um, Silicon Valley still, I think, very much had a, you know, a DNA issue of uh, it looked at credentials like Stanford and Harvard degrees or computer science degrees and said, hey, this is what we, this is like what we value in the DNA. And if, and right. if you don't have that, it doesn't matter what you've built. Uh, and I don't know how, again, how that crosses, how that checks the box for like people like me because I don't have any of that either. Um, but there at the time that was very much, you know, endemic to the culture. It's less so now. Um, but it, it fractured our team and that was, wow. um, uh, you know, that was, that was brutal. I was going to say it devastating. Um, it sounds terrible. Yeah, it, it was. And, um, and I mean, for people who are listening to this, who are like thinking about starting their own company or, <laughs> you know, like this is, this is unfortunately like this can happen and this kind of thing can happen, but there's a special kind of sadness that you, I think only people who have employees who they've hired and, brought on and trained and encouraged and worked with and had fun with and struggled with. And then you're like looking at them and you're like, I just want to do right by y'all. And like, I can't, you know, like that right. has to be a special kind of 
bad place. I would think it, it, it felt, you felt very like powerless right. and, and, um, you know, hand tied. And there were moments too, where I truly, even then I thought, well, let's just blow the whole thing up. Let's hit the big red button and just, nobody's going to get anything, you know, we'll just drive it into the ground and screw it. And, um, you know, you, you, you run those scenarios in your mind of like, well, maybe, maybe I should just do that. And then at the end of the day, you kind of, you know, take a deep breath and realize that's, that's actually not wise either. And we should, you know, figure out kind of how to, uh, how to do right by, um, by our circumstances as much as we can, yeah. even though it was far from perfect. And, uh, and that's, you know, that's where we went down and, and, and ultimately, um, you know, the, the deal was, uh, we kind of came to a, a, an agreement late November, early December, like what things were, were going to look like. And, uh, we had somewhat of a plan of, of how we were going to announce it. And then somebody leaked the deal to, to CNN. How, and, who, um, where, where would that, ha- how would that happen? <laughs> I, I have, I have, uh, I have my theories. I'm again, I'm not going to out it here on the podcast. Um, oh. This is one of those, the, the mystery was, remains. Was it an insider, someone who worked at the company uh, who was maybe I, disgruntled and had become angry? I, or? I don't think it was, uh, I do have I do have a hunch that it may have been an insider. I don't think it was actually from a place of disgruntlement. Um I, I think it was more I, here so here's the reality is um you now have people that okay, at the end of the year they're going to move to California and work for Facebook and you have other folks that are like um they got to find they got to figure out what they're doing next. Sure. You know, their yeah. employer's not going to exist in a few months and it's not like we had an abundance of resources to, you know, severance individuals out um and so uh, you know at the end of the day you're you're looking for a job and the sooner you can get that process rolling um the better Mm. and um and so i i have a feeling that there there was definitely you know pressures on on that regard for you know folks who wanted to to be able to figure out like what's next. And, um, so, so when it leaked, thankfully, um, as much as, uh, I wasn't expecting it to happen, the, the coverage was actually like pretty great. And it was like, Oh, Facebook is, uh, they're acquiring Gowalla. This is, this is amazing. And look at this. It's awesome. And of course that's, that's the article that gets written is, um, here's this story and, and the, the adulation, the accolades start to roll in. Oh, you know, Twitter, congrats. Way to go, guys. This is awesome. You got acquired by Facebook and it, it's also exciting. Uh, and that in your text start to blow up, um, you know, in ways that you weren't prepared for. And on one sense, it's like, well, well yeah, that, I mean, it is pretty incredible. It took a lot of work to get to that point. On the other side, there's a little bit of like this emptiness, you know, of, yeah, it's not all sunshine and roses the way that, you know, the way that CNN wrote it up to be. And again, I think this is just indicative of, you know, a lot of these acquisitions you'll see, there's a lot of, you know, public celebration and, and congrats. And, and truly a lot of them I think are. You know, but it, but in our situation, it was it was very it was very bittersweet, and um, you know it it all happened r- really suddenly as well, and and now all of a sudden it's early December, 
you've got the holidays and you're trying to figure out I've got a, you know, our start dates the first week of January uh, in Menlo Park. And so we're going to move. We've got the holidays. We're saying goodbye to, you know, close friends, um, some of who are still a little bit like not happy with the th- the way things have turned out. So how much time did they, so. did they give you, though, between we're doing this, let's sign and uh, like you guys have to be here yeah, about six weeks, you know? That's so like we not, were done. That is not uh, a lot of super time. nuts. No, it's not. And, but again, part of this was out of necessity because we were like running out of cash too, you know, from a company standpoint and we're having to pay out lawyers. And, and so there is a little bit of, yeah, the sooner we can get to work, the better, you know, continuity, especially for those of us who, you know, um, you know, you didn't have a lot of savings or anything. So you gotta, you gotta get your, your paycheck. And, uh, um, so that is just the reality of the reality of things. Um, and, and Facebook was, you know, pre IPO at that point too. So it wasn't like, um, your, your salary is all, all you're getting. It wasn't that you could liquidate anything or, or have any other upside on it. So I think we all just had to get to work. And, um, so just extreme timeline on that one. And of course, instantly you have, um, you, you, your community, these people who have used the product for, for years, um, who now are like, well, what's going to happen to this thing that I loved? And, and maybe it's fallen off the cart a little bit the last few months, but I still use it or I still have data that's there. Um, What's going to happen to all that? So we have to quickly scramble to say, Hey, we're going to, we're going to figure out. This is my deep confession. I haven't like, I've not talked about this publicly, um, uh, before. And this will now be the canonical reference. If you want the answer to this question, go listen to episode three. Um, <laughs> right. If you, we, we had people that, you know, we said, okay, we're, you know, we're being acquired. Facebook is going to shut down the service. We're going to leave it running for, you know, until March. Because again, even though, um, uh, the, the product wasn't going over this, this ghost shell, the company was still going to exist. And we had, we had just enough money that like we could pay to keep the servers up. We'll give people a way to, to download their data and, and, um, you know, we'll keep things up until, till March or whatever, um, and, and that'll be good. And then we can kind of wind things off in a, in an orderly manner. And so that was our, you know, that was kind of our public stance and we're, we're going to work on this and, and we'll figure it out. Um, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk to you in the new year. So the holidays happen and immediately, you know, a bunch of us are, are relocating to, um, uh, relocating to Menlo Park. A couple of my, a couple of my best friends, um, who are not going with us, um, decided to, you know, take, uh, offers at Instagram. Oh, wow. And were able to, you know, jump ship that direction. The irony, I will point out, mm-hmm. of, um, being passed over, you know, um, by, by an acquirer only to land at a, at a company that, um, was on its own moon shoot, uh, right. has never been, lo- has never been lost on me. No. So again, uh, sidebar, um, if you're out there and you're doing great work and you get turned down by like big corp, 
don't take that as too much of a sign because there's a lot of people doing great work that, that the, um, the DNA hiring nature of big corporations, um, miss amazing people all the time. Right. And, um, you know, that was certainly the case, you know, and the situation, uh, and obviously, you know, at the end of the day, they, um, uh, they ended up on the, on the right side of the, the equation there. But, um, the, uh, so we, we landed it, um, we landed in Menlo Park at the beginning of, you know, 2012. And if you recall, this was, um, you know, this was heady mobile days. There was, uh, Instagram was now, was now flying. Path was a thing. Path was, oh, was yeah. big and popular. Path, sure. Um, of course, Koala, Foursquare, um, you know, it was starting to become like kind of go-go days of, you know, really great mobile development. And there's a lot of, a lot of growth hacking going on. And, um, one of the last things that you, of course, you know, we had done, and the whole industry was trying to do it at the time to figure out how do you, how do you grow your numbers was, um, you know, can you figure out ways to use people's, uh, address book to connect, um, friends with each other, you know, on, on social networks and, and everybody was doing this. Uh, and I, and I use everybody generously. And, and I think that, um, for the most part, people were doing it with, uh, with good intention. Um, but there were apps out there that were also, you know, doing this with, with spammy intention. Right. Um, and so while we're in the middle of, um, moving, relocating to, uh, Silicon Valley, I kind of get wind that, um, there is, you know, some, some disgruntledness in the industry about, uh, how this address book uploading stuff is, is, is being used. Right. Uh, and in fact, um, a class action lawsuit is going to be filed, uh, against a number of, um, social media companies. Oh, no. And we landed at Facebook. And within two weeks, oh um, <laughs> I, I receive a, you know, a call from, um, our, our legal team and kind of a notice that, uh, Gowala has, has become a party to one of these oh lawsuits. And, and because we made the decision to go forward in, a, in an aqua hire, you know, capacity with facebook oh, right. as, the company as still exists being, and everything the company still exists oh no so instead of like facebook owning us 100 percent, there's still this ghost shell out there that's kind of holding all the assets that's so, why that mattered again, this is yeah so again like the the mechanics of these things too is like facebook says hey you know we're gonna um you know or whoever the acquiring company is uh, we're going to acquire, you know, the people will pay the shell, you know, whatever. Uh, and in, and in exchange for that, you know, we want to make sure that everyone stays here for, um, for a year or two years or three years or whatever. So that you, you know, your investors don't just get paid and you walk because that's nobody's interest. Um, and so, so we have to keep the shell of this company alive for, 
the entire period of that of that you know say escrow time if you will and so it's still out there when this lawsuit hits oh man and um the the lawsuit names about 15 companies um you can go look it up if you're bored <laughs> and um and Guala is one of them uh everybody was on there you know facebook twitter path i mean everyone was was named in like individual capacities and at the end of the day it was just a giant you know hey let's follow this thing and see you know uh see how many people were um uh doing inappropriate things with with you know address book and, and of course for us we're like we never use this bad you know we always did it right we hashed everybody's data we never stored it you know but but that doesn't matter they're, they're still gonna like force you to go through discovery to prove all that stuff oh sure and so we get yeah we get named on the lawsuit along with everybody else and and because apple is the one that provided the api they they themselves were also named so not only do I hear from our attorneys, um, within, you know, a couple hours, I also hear from, uh, my friends at, at, you know, the large app store company to say, Hey, what are you going to do about this? Um, because, uh, you know, you're party to this and, and you're not running an active application. Our understanding is, is that you're shutting it down. So, um, we want to know from you how you're going to handle this because, you know, it's material to us. And so, um, you know, now we've told, um, we've told our community, Hey, we're going to keep this thing up until March and you're going to get, be able to download your, your data. And we've just arrived at Facebook and we haven't been able to like implement all these things yet to give people the ways to do that. And now we're party to a lawsuit and we're going to be booted off the app store. Oh, um, God. And, uh, and we had to, you know, in that moment, you know, I, I met with my, my co-founder, um, Scott, you know, it's kind of, what, what can we do? Talked with our, our legal team. What, what's our ramifications here? And of course, um, because you're now uh, at a very technical level employed by Facebook, you know, they prefer I not be dealing with my old company's lawsuits and rather, you know, working on stuff there and, uh, and understandably so. And so you have to make these tough decisions of like, well, do you, do you cut bait? Uh, or do you leave yourself exposed to whatever else is out there? Um, and, and so we, you know, at that moment made, you know, the, the really difficult decision just to pull the plug. (sighs) That's so sad and frustrating. And like, if you think about it, it's this crazy, like turn of events. You know what I mean? Like it, it like all of these things happening. They, what a strange coincidental thing, right? Right. I mean, uh, and, and it's like gut wrenching. And that, and that was, that was the end, you know, it was, um, wow. not though, not the way that you expected it would go out, you know? And I mean, would, you didn't, would, you didn't want to take the risk if I'm understanding you correctly of potentially trying to go through this lawsuit and not, and not know how things were going to turn out. Right. I mean, that, that's that, right. Yeah. I mean, cause that's, I mean, that's the worst thing is like, what, you know, if, um, you know, leaving, um, they said our, our, our belief was that, 
everything that we everything that we did was you know was above board that we um uh we never abused any APIs like people were you know accusing uh some companies of doing uh that we that security was was tantamount um but now you're saying do I want to spend the next couple of my years you know a couple of years proving this out for a thing that doesn't even exist anymore. Right. Just fighting um, something really for, for nothing. Right. And so that's where, you know, again, we made the decision to, you know, pull the plug and make sure that there were, you know, there were no other angles for, for leakingness, you know, put the data into cold storage and, and call it a day. Right. Um, and you know, that was, yeah, that was the that was the end of of Gowalla as Ugh. as a product, um, and it it, it sucked. <laughs> uh, you know, obviously, hey, we've got um, there's there's a new day. A new day is is emerging. Yeah. Um, but this was that was that was the end, and um, you know, there's. In the weeks ahead, we can talk more about the, you know, the transition and, and what came, what came after that. Right, right. But we, but I felt like in that moment, I felt like we really failed. You know, we failed as a company. We failed as a product. We failed our users. We, we, you know, we weren't able to give them a way to pull their information out before, um, before the end. Um, yeah. And for the record, I've never, you know, I never even went back and to pull my own data out. And my, my wife, Rachel is still like, um, still reminds me, Hey, I don't have my, I don't have my koala data. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I, I know. Uh, yeah. and, it, and it hurts. Um, uh, so if you're, if you're listening to this and you're one of the people, like one of the countless people who, um, emailed me over the years to say, uh, where's my data? Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, I genuinely am. I don't say that tritely. It, it, it really bothers me that that's how, I can, you know, that's I can how tell. It, it wound down. Um, uh, but yeah, these are those things that you, you, you don't know how it's going to, you don't know how it's going to land. And, um, this one caught us sideways. Mm. So, Ugh. um, well, let's let's leave it there. Yeah, That's I think a, we leave know, it there. I think next week we come back and tell the listeners how you got the idea to like bring this thing back and um, and and resurrect now, now it. Now it's now it's fun. You know, I mean, it was it was fun then. I mean, that, that was the it was such a journey, and you know, so many lessons learned. But um, but it's it's exciting to to you know be able to revisit it once again and um yeah we're thrilled to share more very cool well if you want to follow josh on twitter he's at jw which is pretty cool did i ever tell you this story that i had dan on twitter and i got rid of it uh, did you get rid of it because people were threatening you dan <laughs> no they weren't <laughs> Give me your name dan they weren't threatening me yet uh it was that this is back in the very early days of twitter you know i was like user nine or something silly you know like like double digit users probably of course and i every this is like people didn't really know how to like use twitter and so anyone whose name started with dan or had dan in it they were just at dan and right. I was getting per day thousands of at messages or maybe several hundred at this point. 
just every single day I was getting that messages for just Dan. And I'm like, I don't want this. This is back when like you had notifications on for Twitter and like your phone would beep when you got a message. And I was like, no, I I can't survive this too much. Uh, But you know, like I had no idea that I could have probably been a millionaire if I had just saved it and just made a new account. But you know, lessons learned anyway that's not important right now but i'm at dan benjamin if you want to ask me any questions or if you would like to ask me questions for josh to spring on him during the show i can do that too uh but otherwise that's all we got for you so uh josh have a good one and we'll be back again next week talk to you soon